Hello friends and welcome to the first episode of Fables, Fairy Tales, and Folklore. I decided to do this podcast because I have an extreme love for old tales that have been passed along through the ages and are still around today. So what I'd like to do is use this podcast to read some fables or fairy tales, tell some folklores, delve deeper into the history behind them, the authors of them, uh, the meanings of them, things like that, and just share my love of fables, fairy tales, and folklore with you. So for our first episode, I would love to dive into Aesop's fables. Now, I'm sure we've all heard of him, um, but we don't know a lot about him. And that is because nobody knows if Aesop's fables were written by Aesop or just fables that were passed down along many generations by word of mouth. Now, Aesop himself is rumored to have been born in about 620 BC, uh, where he was born a slave or possibly captured into slavery. Um, There are many places they believe he could have been born, such as Thrace, uh, Samos, Athens, Sardis, even Ethiopia. Uh, Which is interesting because there are a lot of different artworks out there depicting him. He was known to be a very ugly man. Uh, Those are not my words. Those are the words of those who wrote about him, um, which lead us to believe that he did have some sort of physical deformity about him. Um, It is also believed that while he's known as a Greek fabulist, he is most likely of African descent, which again is not completely known as it's all been passed along word of mouth. And it wasn't until the first century AD that his writings were even written down and put into a published book. Aesop's fables uh, contain animals mostly who talk and they're very short and always have some sort of meaning behind them to teach us a lesson about life. So I'll delve deeper into more of his history as I learn more, because this will be an ongoing project for me. But we will start off the series with 10 of his fables that I will read to you. I won't read the meanings because I would love for you to interpret them the way you want to interpret them. Feel free to send me comments and messages about how what you feel they are or anything about the podcast itself and i will see you at the end of these fables the mischievous dog there was once a dog who used to snap at people and bite them without any provocation and who was a great nuisance to everyone who came to his master's house so his master fastened a bell round his neck to warn people of his presence The dog was very proud of the bell, and strutted about tinkling it with immense satisfaction. But an old dog came up to him and said, The fewer airs you give yourself, the better, my friend. You don't think, do you, that your bell was given you as a reward of merit? On the contrary, it is a badge of disgrace. 
The Charcoal Burner and the Fuller There was once a charcoal burner who lived and worked by himself. A fuller, however, happened to come and settle in the same neighborhood, and the charcoal burner, having made his acquaintance and finding he was an agreeable sort of fellow, asked him if he would come and share his house. We shall get to know one another better that way, he said, and besides, our household expenses will be diminished. The fuller thanked him, but replied, I couldn't think of it, sir. Why, everything I take such pains to whiten would be blackened in no time by your charcoal. The Mice in Council Once upon a time, all the mice met together in council and discussed the best means of securing themselves against the attacks of the cat. After several suggestions had been debated, a mouse of some standing and experience got up and said, I think I have hit upon a plan which will ensure our safety in the future, provided you approve and carry it out. It is that we should fasten a bell round the neck of our enemy the cat, which will by its tinkling warn us of her approach. This proposal was warmly applauded, and it had been already decided to adopt it when an old mouse got upon his feet and said, I agree with you all that the plan before us is an admirable one. But may I ask who's going to bell the cat? The Bat and the Weasels A bat fell to the ground and was caught by a weasel, and was just going to be killed and eaten when it begged to be let go. The weasel said he couldn't do that because he was an enemy of all birds on principle. Oh, but, said the bat, I'm not a bird at all. I'm a mouse. So you are, said the weasel. Now I come to look at you. And he let it go. Sometime after this, the bat was caught in just the same way by another weasel, and as before begged for its life. No, said the weasel, I never let a mouse go by any chance. But I am not a mouse, said the bat, I am a bird. Why, so you are, said the weasel, and he too let the bat go. The Dog and the Sow A dog and a sow were arguing, and each claimed that its own young ones were finer than those of any other animal. Well, said the sow at last, mine can see, at any rate, when they come into the world, but yours are born blind. The Fox and the Crow A crow was sitting on a branch of a tree with a piece of cheese in her beak, when a fox observed her and set his wits to work to discover some way of getting the cheese. Coming and standing under the tree, he looked up and said, What a noble bird I see above me. Her beauty is without equal the hue of her plumage exquisite. If only her voice is as sweet as her looks are fair. She ought without doubt to be queen of the birds. The crow was hugely flattered by this, and just to show the fox that she could sing, she gave a loud caw. Down came the cheese, of course, and the fox, snatching it up, said, You have a voice, madam, I see. What you want is wits. The Horse and the Groom there was once a groom who used to spend long hours clipping and combing the horse of which he had charge, but who daily stole a portion of its allowance of oats and sold it for his own profit. The horse gradually got into worse and worse condition, and at last cried to the groom, If you really want me to look sleek and well, you must comb me less and feed me more. The Cat and the Mice There was once a house that was overrun with mice. The cat heard of this and said to herself, That's the place for me. And off she went, 
and took up her quarters in the house and caught the mice one by one and ate them. At last, the mice could stand it no longer, and they determined to take to their holes and stay there. That's awkward, said the cat to herself. The only thing to do is to coax them out by a trick. So she considered a while, and then climbed up the wall and let herself hang down by her hind legs from a peg and pretended to be dead. By and by, a mouse peeped out and saw the cat hanging there. Aha! it cried. You're very clever, madam, no doubt. But you may turn yourself into a bag of meal hanging there if you like, yet you won't catch us coming anywhere near you. The Goose That Laid the Golden Eggs A man and his wife had the good fortune to possess a goose which laid a golden egg every day. Lucky though they were, they soon began to think they were not getting rich fast enough. And, imagining the bird must be made of gold inside, they decided to kill it in order to secure the whole store of precious metal at once. But when they cut it open, they found it was just like any other goose. Thus, they neither got rich all at once, as they had hoped, nor enjoyed any longer the daily addition to their wealth. Okay, so there we have it. Ten Fables from Aesop. I hope you enjoyed them, and I hope you are enjoying the podcast so far. I will be back next week. I haven't decided yet if I'm doing more of Aesop's fables, or I'm going to switch directions and come back to him. Um, but thank you for listening to the first ever Fables, Fairy Tales, and Folklore with Jimmy Cop, and I will see you next week.